What is going on, everyone? Welcome back into another edition of the Fan Committee Football Podcast. I am your host, Joe Tooman, as always, joined by my co-host, Michael Herrera. Mike, we've we've been away for a little bit here, but you know, holidays are coming up. We're starting to get a little more free time again. Uh, so after this, a weird week of NFL games, some good games, but some weird games. How are you feeling about your Miami Dolphins after a tough loss? We always leave with the Dolphins. How how, how are you feeling after that loss to San Fran? Uh, you know, it's 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 unfortunate, but it's not exactly uh surprising to say the least. They're filled to the brim with talent at basically every position. It's kind of crazy that. We don't talk about them enough, and I think part of that's probably because they they underwhelm a lot of the time. You know, people were talking about how, like, how do you win games scoring only 10 points, but they make it happen just because of their stellar defense. And, you know, unfortunately, we ran into that stellar defense this week, and, you know, Tua, Tua didn't have a great game. I, I think that Tua, he, I don't know if it was jitters, I don't know what happened, but whatever happened, he didn't have a great game, and, you know, it, it is what it is, but. Uh, I have to get to the Niners. I think they're great, but I'm also not ready to push the panic button. I think a lot of people, like a lot of like analysts and fans alike, they immediately like see the Dolphins are frauds. Like this is a team <laughs> that's like not playoff bound, and it's just it's really frustrating because like it's okay to have a bad game against a good defense. People just don't like Tua, and I and that's fine. But I just think they're really ready to like give up on him the moment anything happens. And I think it's kind of unfair because we see quarterbacks like, you know, I don't necessarily agree with, uh, uh, you know, Emmanuel Acho's point about Justin Herbert, but he gets cut a lot of slack when he doesn't win a game. It's like, oh, well, his team sucks. You know, like his coaching's bad. And it's never the fact that Herbert threw an interception within two minutes of the game ending. So it's like, and that's Herbert's still a great quarterback and he's better than Tua. I'm not going to sit here and deny that either. Well, just like from a physical standpoint, the guy's arm is crazy, but. Uh, I think, you know, we have a rookie head coach. Our team is young. Uh, two is still a young quarterback. Bad games can happen, and I'm hoping he's going to have a good bounce back the rest of the season. Uh, but I'm not ready to, like, panic like everyone else seems to be. Yeah, that was a – it was an interesting game because it was probably the the one of the best offenses besides the Chiefs, probably the offense that's doing the best right now, going against – Going up against what I would say is what defense is playing the best right now. And the Niners wound up winning, even with Jimmy G getting injured. And I don't know. It's just – it's weird with the Dolphins because – and it, does, it didn't help that Waddle got injured and only – it was playing limited snaps once he came back from the injury mid-game. So, I don't know. Tua, it is weird. I, I still don't get why so many people dislike him. It's basically because he had a bad rookie season. They, they said he was like a bust, but it was really just because he was coming off a hip injury. And then now he has a good coach who actually like wants to run a good offense. They have Tyree Kill, so of course he's playing better. So I I don't get why people want him to fail so bad to the point where he has one bad game and everybody's getting on. I mean, he we thought he was like going to be out for the season. Maybe his entire we thought his career might be over a month and a half ago. He came back yeah. and started playing better than he was before. So I don't really know what people want to see from two at this point. I think the Dolphins are playing great. And before we get to the playoffs, because we're going to talk about the wider playoff picture here today, I don't know. Just what you can finish your thought on that. Like, what would you say to that? They're just trying to write him off easily. And I understand that Tua, you know, he's not Mahomes. He's not Herbert. He's not, you know, he's not any of these quarterbacks. And especially, it, it's a really bad look when you look to, when you lose to uh, Mr. Irrelevant, you lose to Brock. Yeah. Purdy, <laughs> which I, I will accept that Brock Purdy played fine. And I'm going to say fine, not because he, you know, like, you know, through interception and like that, 
he, I almost certain he didn't throw it past like 20 yards. Yeah. So I'm, right. I'm not going to sit here and act like he, you know, lit up the game. Like this was very much a defensive game. I think, you know, even the Dolphins offense, like our McDaniels himself admitted it is that he didn't run the ball enough and that he, that's where he messed up. He was like, I abandoned the run almost immediately in this game. And, you know, Jeff Wilson, who's our starting running back, who I think is really underrated as well, had one touch the entire game, which is insane. Really? Wow. Or not the entire game. He had, uh, I think he had one rush and then two pass attempts and he dropped the two pass mm-hmm. attempts and then he just ran okay. along. Huh. So, that's, you know, that's I, yeah, I just, I don't, I think people are just also just like, and the jokes about Brock Purdy are funny. I will accept, but let's not act like Brock Purdy was playing. Like he was match Patrick Mahomes. He was, yeah. he was doing what he was asked. He was managing the offense. He was doing it more than Jimmy G was. Jimmy G throws it farther than 20 yards. Does he mess <laughs> it up sometimes? Yeah, he does. But, you know, uh, I think I they're just a really good team. And we ran into them at, you know, we ran into them and they were really good. And that's that's just how it is. But hopefully the Dolphins are going to bounce back from it. So, yeah, I definitely agree. And that can kind of bring us to the wider playoff picture here. That's the main thing we want to discuss today, because the Niners and the Dolphins, they're both embroiled in uh, divisional kind of races here, close divisional races. Niners have been playing really well. The Dolphins have been playing well before this game, obviously, as well. So. Uh, we can stick with the Dolphins for now. Start with the AFC. Just you, you already beat the Bills earlier this year in week three. The Bills nine and three now. You're eight and four. The Jets are seven and five. Patriots still kind of hanging in there at six and six, but losing the Buffalo this past week isn't going to help them. How do you see this race evolving? Do you think the Dolphins can still win this division? I've heard, I think you've said to me before that you think the Bills are the better team, but you already beat them once. You're only a game behind, and the Josh Allen's been playing a little bit worse lately than he did the first two months. So where's your head at as a Dolphins fan right now? I think the division title is still entirely within our reach, but I don't think necessarily that's for sure what's going to happen because the problem is, although we did beat the Bills, as I said, I do think they're still the better team, and we play them in Buffalo this time around, and yeah. it's expected to snow when we play them. And that's <laughs> a really bad look. For a Dolphins team who almost Doesn't never plays snow a lot in Miami, <laughs> unfortunately, it does not. So I think it's just it's it's going to be really tough game to to win. I think we can give them a good fight, definitely a better fight than last game. Because if we're being honest, the only reason we beat the Bills was because we outlasted them in the heat. And you know, like even our own players were they were being subbed out for cramping and stuff, just like the Bills were. So I. I think that we still can win the division, but that path, if we beat the Bills, I think we probably will be able to get the division. But if we can't beat them, we're probably going to come in second. We'll, we'll grab a wild card spot. And that's totally fine by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I think the Patriots are kind of at this point a foregone conclusion out of it, personally. I understand I that they're still mathematically still in the race, but uh, that's kind of it. And the Jets, you know, the Jets are weird because and I'm sure you agree. Like, yeah. It's weird because, like, they're a really good team, but because of what's happening with, like, the quarterback play, you're kind of just, like, questioning, like, mm-hmm. are, like, what's happening here now? Because, like, Mike White may be playing decently, but he still was the third stringer on this team. Like, I don't really know what to think of the Jets, you know, and they did lose this week right. uh, to the Vikings. Other I was than- watching that game pretty closely. It, it was another – we can get to the Vikings in a bit. It was another Vikings game where they start hot and then, as usual, they allow uh, a team that they're probably better than to get back in the game. 
And at that point, I was like, oh, is Mike White about to leave a game, a lead a game-winning drive? They came up short in the end. He threw the pick last second, but they were the Jets played great in the second half. Mike White's turned in two good performances now. Uh he's definitely better than Zach Wilson. So that's an upgrade for the Jets. They also have this new running back in, in Zonovan Knight, who's turned in two straight good performances. He's playing better than James Robinson was. Uh, and without Brees Hall, they needed someone to step in. So and their defense is good. I think the Jets will make the playoffs. I think would you agree with that? I think all I think these three teams at the top of this division make it. Uh yeah, I think they can also sneak into a wild card spot because I think even though like what's happening with their quarterback is kind of odd right now, as you said, Mike White still has played decently. Like he hasn't, I don't think he's really lost them a game yet yeah. so far. And you know, I think it's just a very odd scenario, but I think they are one of the better teams, even though I don't think the Dolphins or the Jets can grab the division title. I think we'll see both of uh, those teams in the wild card spots. Cause out of the other AFC teams, I don't really know who else I'd pick because you know, like there's the AFC West. The only team that's good in there is the Chiefs. The Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos are all uh, you know, middling to bad. You know, there's the Ravens, Bengals, Brown Steelers. I just I don't know. It's just it's very well, confusing. The Raven, the Ravens, it's interesting. So what did let me look at Lamar's injury? I it came out today. What do you have? A torn a PCL or something? Right? PCL, yeah. So that's a shoulder injury. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't think they really specified how long he's supposed to be out. I, they're eight and four, so I think they're gonna get at least the seven seed. I don't see the Patriots or Chargers catching the Ravens, but I do think the Bengals might move ahead of them in the division. Do you think that's in play? Uh, I mean, yeah, they're eight and four. They played a great game against the Chiefs, which honestly, I was shocked. I didn't know the Bengals had that in them. Yeah, they played great. You know, I think there's three wild card spots this year, right? Yes. Because they expand the playoffs. Okay, no. yeah. So honestly, like, if you said Dolphins, Jets, and then either Ravens or Bengals, depending on who wins the division, I think that's probably the right idea. Because the AFC South, you know, the only good team is the Titans, and they're that's because they're the division leaders. Other than that... Yeah. The rest of the AFC South is not concerning in the least. Mm-hmm. The Browns and Steelers, I think, they're just kind of plodding along. They're just trying to get this season over with. I will say, I was talking to some Steelers fans. They do have a super easy schedule. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I agree with you that the most likely scenario is the three AFC East teams and then whoever doesn't win the division between the Ravens and the Bengals. Yeah. But let me read you the Steelers' schedule. And let, I want to hear what you have to say about it. So they have their home for the Ravens without Lamar, most likely. I, I By the way, I did look up that injury. It says usually players miss one to three weeks with that oh, injury. So Lamar, but Lamar could miss this game at least, at the very least, this week. So the Steelers are home for the Ravens, who will probably have Tyler Huntley. Then they got the Panthers, the Raiders, the Ravens again, and then the Browns. They could very well go three and two or four and one down that stretch. And all of a sudden, they're kind of Mike Tomlin's over 500 streak still in play. I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think the Steelers are very good. I think the Raiders can beat the Steelers. But uh, what would you say to that schedule? What do you have to say about that? I yeah, I I understand how at first glance it seems like a pretty easy schedule for them. But for being honest, the Steelers, this is not the Steelers of even two years ago. These are the Steelers of now with Kenny Pickett at quarterback and Kenny Pickett. I'm not going to say like he's a bust or anything, but his rookie season, he still has time to develop and possibly become a franchise quarterback. But right now his rookie season's going very just 
average at best. Mm-hmm. And that, and you know, they barely beat the Falcons. They beat the Falcons because Marcus Mariota threw a pick, you know, like they, they got that last pick and they, and they were able to ice the game, but you know, they barely beat the Falcons who, uh, even with all of the uh, early in the season, you know, pumping up, I was doing of the Falcons. Cause I did, I, yeah. I thought they were a feisty team. They, you know, they, I mean, they were for a while. They were for a little bit early in the season, but it's kind of just, yeah, you know, but I, and you know, the Panthers, the Panthers are, they're, they're scrappy. They're trying to win games. I don't understand why, because they're, <laughs> kinda, they're playing themselves out of one of the top two quarterbacks, but that's, mm-hmm. that's their decision. And, you know, I, I don't know. The Browns are, I think, better better than the Steelers, I'm going to be honest. And I think yeah. the Ravens, even with Tyler Huntley, a quarterback, I, I think Tyler Huntley's um, he's a decent backup because, you know, he's not Lamar Jackson, but, you know, he's, he's got a similar skill set. So a similar skill set, I said that backwards. <laughs> and, you know, he, he can run that offense the same way Lamar does, obviously not in terms of rushing. But, you know, he's he's pretty decent. He won them some games last year as well. So I don't. I don't really see the Steelers possibly like doing that. It's possible. Obviously I won't deny that, you know, things go right, but I just don't like with the way the Steelers have been playing. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I, I, I completely agree. I do think the Browns, as long as Watson and I, I don't want to talk about Watson, but if he's going to play like he, the way he's supposed to, and he shakes off the rust from this past week that we saw, I don't see why the Browns wouldn't be able to beat the Steelers. So, yeah, I think we're in agreement that this, these last three playoff teams will probably be the Dolphins, Jets, and then the loser of that AFC North, uh, eight and the two eight and four teams in Cincy and Baltimore, whoever doesn't win the division. I mean, the Chargers, they have so much talent. But I remember we did it before the po- the the season. We did a podcast about the AFC West. Not not to say I'm I'm right about everything. I had the Packers as the second best team in the league. I had the Rams being good again. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. But I did say the Chargers, the coaching, and the injury history of the people on this team is going to hold them back. And I, I'm proud to say I kind of got that right. Now what I was wrong about was Denver being better than the Chargers because they most certainly aren't. But they're they're an absolute disgrace. But uh, the Chargers. What, what? That's the last team we can talk about in this wild card race. Where? Where do you think their season goes from here? Uh the the Chargers is also kind of hard to tell because you know you're you're right. That is what we discussed. You know, before the season started, was how will the injuries stack up? You know, we both said that like this could be a really good team if the injuries you know go their way. Yeah. And unfortunately, they haven't been. You know, Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen have both missed times at various points of this year, and you know it's. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird deal with them, and honestly, I just think the Chargers they just haven't they haven't played anywhere near the expectations they should. And they lost to the Raiders, and you know the Raiders are I don't think they're actually a bad team. I just think there's like you know the coaching and you know some players have underperformed that have put them in this position to be so low in the standings. But they lost to the Raiders of all teams, and I think the Chargers are better than the Raiders. That that's not a good sign for them, especially because. They, you know, they're not, it is the next game, I believe, is we play the Chargers yes, uh, in a prime, in a prime time game, uh, you know, <laughs> Sunday night, it's the prime time game. And I just, I don't know, I think the Dolphins are better. And maybe it's because it's my own team, but I really just do think that two is going to bounce back in this game. I think that the run is going to be established well. And, you know, once you establish the run, the passing game is very easy to open up with, you know, with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and even Trent Sherfield, you know, as the yeah. underrated third guy. I got to I gotta bring this up. So uh, me and Flamini were clowning you early in the year because you're always yeah. talking about Trent Sherfield, And all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden he's actually like a viable player. And it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. He's had like three touchdowns the last four games. I don't know. Yeah, no, he I, I remember when he was on the Cardinals. I remember I was like, why is why is this dude playing? And then he'd go out and make like an 80 yard catch. And you're like, all right, I, I see the vision. The Cardinals got rid of him for some reason, even though they didn't have any receivers. A lot of teams did. And now he's and just he, he went to the Niners where he like where he played a decent role as like the fourth wide receiver under McDaniels, which is I guess is why he was brought yeah. to Miami. Where he's been a very pleasant surprise. Uh, when I, when you know when at the beginning of the season when I was talking about like oh Trent Sherfield, I thought like he'll be a decent number four or five. He'll catch maybe a touchdown or two the whole mm-hmm. season. You know, make a good catch, and here yeah. he is, as you said, through like I think two or three touchdowns the last few games. So. Yeah, my dad's a Cowboys fan. He's very unhappy that Cedric Wilson's been hung out to dry because he would have rather just had Cedric Wilson on Dallas. Yeah, I don't. It's kind I, of. It, it is unfortunate the Cedric Wilson situation. I it's just that I don't think anyone expected the the Dolphins to get Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you know right. because we signed Cedric Wilson like two days before that happened. Right. You know. But the thing is, it's also kind of telling that Trent Sherfield has been playing over Cedric Wilson regardless at the three. So it's kind of just, you know, I it's it is unfortunately a lot of money we spent on him, but we're probably just going to trade him in the offseason. It is what it is. But I I think the Chargers Dolphins game, I think it's going to be a good Sunday night game. I think uh, it's going to be one of the better primetime games we've had this year because unfortunately we haven't had too many. Uh, You know, a lot of people have been talking about the Bucks Saints games. That NFC division is wide open. The Falcons and Panthers and Saints could all easily make the playoffs over the Buccaneers, not in terms of like because they're good teams, but just because of the fact that that entire division has played terribly this year. So, yeah, no, I know. Like, look at that. If you look at the NFC, we can start with that division. It's it's such yeah. a mess. It's so bad. I guess Tampa, I would say Tampa gets in at this point. I, I was I was holding out hope for the Falcons, but they, they lost to the Steelers this week. And I think they lost to someone they – they could have beat the week before that as well. I'm I'm neglecting who it was, but I don't know. They've kind of the wheels have fallen off for them. No Kyle Pitts. Uh, Drake London isn't getting targeted as much as I think he should be. There, they I at this point they're just kind of spinning wheels to me. I think Tampa's going to get in, and they're going to get smoked by whoever that five seed is. It will probably be Dallas, but I think they're going to get killed. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think it's, I don't know, the NFC is weird because it's a very top-loaded, you know, conference. You know, we've got, you know, the NFC East, we got Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, who are all playing exceptionally well. I I think, honestly, out of that division, I think the Giants are the pretenders. I'm going to be honest. I don't. I don't think they have what it takes to win a playoff game. Will they get to the playoffs? Honestly, I think there's a very good chance they sneak into a wildcard spot. But I don't think they're gonna match up to like the Niners or Eagles or Cowboys or like any team they play basically in the playoffs. Even if they play the Commanders, the Commanders could beat them as well. You know, I think the Commanders are a very underrated team. I know that Taylor Heineke is not you know an exceptional uh, you know specimen at quarterback, but he's helping them win games and the defense is exceptional as usual. So it's it's a very wide open division. I think the Commanders at the bottom at seven to five is very telling of how like right. the rest of the NFC, NFC shakes out because the only other good teams I would say personally are the Niners, Seahawks, and Vikings. I don't know if you agree with that take. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, I would say those are the other playoff teams. I agree with that. I mean, the NFC East, we can focus on them because they're, as you said, they're 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 
phenomenal. I think the Eagles have all but married themselves to the one seed. There's, yeah. it would be a terrible collapse for them not to get it. They're, <laughs> they're eleven and one. Like, and I said before the year, I was like, you look at this Eagles schedule; they could very well be a fifteen and two team. And I'm not saying I think they were the far and away best team in the league. They're very good, but I was just like, schedule wise, they're they're going to have an easy time, and that's kind of what what it's been. I mean, the run defense has struggled at times lately, or really all season, but. They still find ways to win. They got good players on both sides of the ball. And then Dallas is, I mean, they just beat the, the Colts 54 to 19. They beat the Vikings. The Vikings, who are really good on offense, at least, 40 to 3. Their defense is playing amazing. Dak's back and he looks healthy. So I think those two teams might be my two top two contenders in the NFC. Uh, and I agree with you. I think the Giants, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because I think the Commanders are going to beat them. But uh, when they come off the bye in two weeks, I think the Commanders will win. But I don't know. And then the Seahawks also beat the Giants. So as long as the Giants, or as long as the Seahawks win more games than the Giants down the stretch, which I think they're capable of, uh, I don't think the Giants will be the will be in the playoffs. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I I think it's possible they still sneak in because obviously their record is seven and four, and you know they are third in their division right now, so we, that can't be understated. But uh, yeah, I I do think that the Giants are very like. I know Daniel Jones hasn't played terribly this year. You know, we were talking about the beginning of the year. We thought he was the worst starting quarterback at one point in time. Evidently, it was Zach Wilson. We were looking yeah. at the wrong New York team. <laughs> but I don't think, you know, Daniel Jones is great. So I, even though I do think they could make the playoffs, I do also agree with you that it's very likely we also see them not just because mm-hmm. of the fact that there's also a team like Seahawks. The Seahawks are really good. I mean, Geno Smith is personally my comeback player of the year i mean the guy's been playing insane it's yeah. it's just i don't know if the giants can just keep up with some of these other teams yeah i agree i i like the seahawks i just think that i know defensively they aren't always on par but they do have they do have good players the rookie class has been awesome led by woolen and walker but really all of them and i don't know gino's been somehow he's been having a better connection with dk metcalf than russell wilson ever did so i don't know i think the seahawks I don't know. I just think they find a way to get to nine and eight or ten and seven, and they get in. And then the Niners, obviously, we mentioned a while back in this pod, but the Niners are only a game ahead of Seattle. I think they're going to win the division. I it'd be really. I know they lost Jimmy G, but even with Brock Purdy, I just think this team defensively and offensively is just way too talented. And I don't know. Like to me, the Niners, Eagles, and Cowboys are my three teams in this conference for that could make the Super Bowl. <sighs> I know the Vikings are 10 and two, and I'm not trying to just be a hater of the Vikings, but besides my freaking Packers, who have they beaten decisively? They blow, they almost blow it every week. The Bills game, I will say the Bills game was awesome. It was a great win, but then they followed it up with getting absolutely decimated by Dallas. So it felt more like the Packers beating the Cowboys than a real win where the Vikings beat the Bills like in overtime, you know, in a huge way. It felt like they just kind of, you know, pulled one out of out of nowhere. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I do think the Vikings, of course, you know, and 10 and 2 is a very hard, like, that's a, a tremendous collapse if you suddenly somehow lose the division. Oh, the, but, well, the, know, they've I already, have, they have actually already clinched the division. They have. It's which which tells you a lot about the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, well, that's that that's unfortunate, but I'm sure the Packers will be better next year. But, you know, I, I do agree with you. I think the Vikings, kind of similar to the, the Giants, are a bit of the, you know, the, the pretender team in this, uh, you know, conference. And I would say uh, like the Vikings are the fake, 
they're the fake contender where the Giants are just the fake, like, competent team. <laughs> like, I think the Vikings are good. It's just I don't think they're the second-best team in this conference. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's definitely a better way of phrase. Yes, yeah. I, I do agree with that. It's kind of like I, I, I understand that, you know, like the Cowboys, you know, they seem good, but th- this is what happens every year with the Cowboys. I think it's a very similar situation with the Vikings. Um, yeah, well, I, just, I just think it's different this time. I don't know. I can't. Explain. It might be, and you know, if if they play well in the playoffs and and they win a few games, you know, congrats, hats off to them. Mm-hmm. If they make the Super Bowl, incredible. I'm gonna root against them like I've never rooted against <laughs> in my life because I hate the Cowboys, but I will gladly give them their props if they turn out to be a good team. Yeah. But the Cowboys always have a good record. They always get to the playoffs, and they always choke it away. So mm-hmm. until they until they can show like. I obviously like my opinion doesn't matter to them, but until they can prove it, people are not going to take the Cowboys seriously. Once playoff time comes around, I'm sorry. And yeah. I feel the same way about the Vikings, even though the Vikings have clinched their division, they are the division leader. I also just don't think they hold a candle to any of these other teams that are a lot better than them as well. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Uh, Jefferson's an incredible and their defense, although it's still not that good, it's been better than I thought it would be, but it's I I don't know. I just can't see a world where Kirk Cousins wins four playoff games in a row and they win the Super Bowl or even even three and get to the Super Bowl. I just yeah. don't see it happening. What does he have? Two career playoff wins, only one in Minnesota. Is that what it is? I, not- I, I I do believe so, yeah. Yeah, I mean they actually no, he has no, because the Packers beat him when he made the playoffs in Washington. So I believe his only playoff win was over the Saints in Minnesota. I think he only has one career playoff win. So yeah, I don't no, I don't know. I don't see I don't see a world where where the Vikings are going that far. But yeah. We can kind of wrap it up here cuz I think we're agreed that the NFC it's basically going to come down to whoever out of Washington, New York and Seattle um loses out will be the team that doesn't make the playoffs. And I think we both we both agree it's the Giants, right? Yeah. That's a prediction. Okay. Yeah. It's just the Giants don't have skill players. Like their receiver one is Darius Slayton and I like him to a degree but and when Saquon, even Saquon hasn't been, he's been good all year, but he's not like, he's not like Derrick Henry three years ago where he just powered the Titans through the playoffs. Like, I don't think Saquon's playing that good right now. I think he's been really, really good, but I don't think he's been dominant. So I don't think this Giants team has it. I don't know. No, I agree. I think, you know, I think, you know, it's that saying that people say that football is the ultimate team game. And I totally agree. You know, there's only so much. Uh, you know, Saquon can do like he can't carry this team right. to the playoffs on his back. You know, in the M- even in the NBA, and I understand this isn't always the scenario, but one good player can carry your NBA team very far if necessary. Yeah. You know, and like obviously that's not sustainable in the long run, but you just can't do that in the NFL. And I totally agree with you. There's no receivers to throw through, and Darius Slayton's great, but Darius Slayton's a number two or a number three receiver. I, I agree. I think the Giants are just they're not. They can only go so far with, uh, you know, their their great head coach Brian Dable, who me personally I think should be coach of the year. So yeah, I think that I think that's one. I think that's fair. I go back and forth with him and Pete Carroll, but that's those fair. are definitely the top two candidates in my eyes. But yeah, it's just there's there's only so much they can do. There's only only so much the culture and the coaching can do to will this team before the talent starts to become more important. And we can wrap it up here. Who are you picking with with about a month to go in this regular season? What's your Super Bowl pick right now? Ooh, you know, I I think it's a big toss up in in terms of like 
Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to go probably Bills or Chiefs for the AFC team. You know, I think if it really comes down to it, I think the Bills would beat the Chiefs. So I think the Bills would be the, the Super Bowl contender uh, for the AFC. And as for the NFC, I, I understand that they had they hit a snag in the road when they lost to the Commanders. But this Eagles team is, even when they've played not great, they have still managed to pull out a victory, which... I think is a sign of a good team, which I, I don't remember who said it exactly, but I saw someone say, uh, you know, a few weeks back, they're like, good teams still win when they play ugly. And I think that's incredibly true and incredibly important. You know, I think that regardless of the fact that maybe you played a bad game, if you can still pull out the win, that's a good team. That's a resilient team. And I think that's what the Eagles are. They're 11 and one for a reason. And I think a Buffalo Bills Eagles Super Bowl would be absolutely exceptional to watch. And I, I hope that is the Super Bowl mat- matchup because that'd be great. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I'm gonna I'm I'm in agreement with you on the Eagles. I, I don't see with the Niners losing Jimmy G, I don't see how the Eagles don't don't make make it to the Super Bowl. I think it's gonna be an Eagles Cowboys NFC title game. I really do. But that means it's a pick who do you think is the better team in that division? And I, I as much as I like how the Cowboys are playing, I think they're a top five team in the NFL. I think the Eagles are better. Just I think they're more talented. And I trust them more. And I, and I, at that point, yeah, I think the Eagles are going to make the Super Bowl. Uh, I think it's well-deserved after the incredible – Hallie Roseman's executive of the year, if we're talking about awards. Uh, I think he, there's just so many moves they've made in season, before the season, two years ago, whatever. You can trace it back as, as short-term or as long-term as you want. It's been, it's been a lot of good moves for the Eagles in the last couple of years. And I think it's all, it's all coming to head this year. So I would go with them. I would agree with you. They're my NFC pick. AFC, I'm feeling the Chiefs over the Bills right now. I just think the Chiefs are playing more complete football. I think Pat Mahomes, weirdly, is playing more free than ever without Tyreek Hill. I, I just think that they look really succinct. Uh, defensively, they're underrated. I think they are one of the – they're at least above average defensively. They're definitely top half of the league. And when you got Kelsey and you got – they have this depth at receiver now where it seems like Mahomes can make a play to anyone at any given moment, whether it's Juju, whether it's – I mean, you got Pacheco at running back. You got um, Hardman's hurt right now, but he was playing well. MVS has played well. So across the board, I just think Mahomes is due for a second ring, and maybe the Eagles would beat the Chiefs. That would be interesting, Andy Reid against his old team in the Super Bowl. But I think that's what my pick will be right now, Chiefs-Eagles. I think that's my pick. Yeah, no, that that's totally fair. Honestly, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to be mean to the Eagles, but I don't think they'd beat the Chiefs, truthfully. I just think that... I something about the Chiefs, you know, even when like actually, mm, I don't know because they're close. It's close. It really is. The defense is a little bit suspect at times. Ah, you know, a Chiefs Eagles front seven would pretty much take the run out of that game for the Chiefs. Yeah, honestly, that's a really good point. I a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl would also be incredible to watch, you know, and I think that's really exciting about like the Chiefs and Bills because I think that's also going to be like the AFC title game. Yeah, if they don't if they don't meet sooner than that. Yeah, Um, but I. Yeah, wow, that's actually a really good point. Uh, you know, who knows? But I think those are definitely the three best teams in the league. And I think anyone who's saying otherwise is just trying to fool themselves. So yeah, I would say, yeah, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. Uh, yeah, I think Cowboys and Dolphins probably round up that top five for me right now. I I don't know what my power rankings I put out each week on Twitter say for this week specifically, but just in a vacuum generally, those are probably the five teams that over the, the rest of the season that I'm most looking at. So that's what I would say. So we we agree on the Eagles and we basically just like last year, what happened last year, we're saying 
pick them between the Chiefs and the Bills. Well, actually, that's not true because the Bengals made the Super Bowl. That's the funniest yeah. thing. Everyone talks about the Bills-Chiefs game from last year and how it was like the definitive matchup of the playoffs. It's like, oh, yeah, but neither of those teams made the Super Bowl, which is kind of crazy. So yeah. the Bengals kind of own the Chiefs, too. They've beaten them three straight times. Yeah, they have, which I think is also – it's not something we really touched too much upon in this episode, but yeah. – it, it is kind of weird that they seem to have the Chiefs' number. So, you know, if the Bengals meet the Chiefs in the playoffs at some point, who knows what's going to happen with that as well, which I think is, like, even though, like, this NFL season has been be- very weird in terms of, like, it's very top-heavy, like, league. Like, there's very clearly a distinct line between the good teams and the bad teams this year. But I, I think it's also, like, the good teams, it's been very interesting with who's good and stuff like that. You know, I didn't think the Dolphins, we were going to be playing this well. I figured we'd be, like, at, like, a 6-6 six and six record right now. And we've exceeded those expectations. So, you know, I think I think it's a really exciting year for the playoffs. I'm really excited. But I don't – as much as the Bengals had a magical run last year, I don't think it's on the cards for them this year. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think that – yeah, I don't think the Bengals are going to gonna make it as far as they did. But once again, they're starting to catch fire – uh, right now as well so we'll have to see how it shakes out but that's going to do it for this edition of the fan committee we'll be watching closely over the last month of this season to see how this uh situation evolves mike i don't know when we're going to be back out on the pod whether it's gonna be next week but we're definitely going to be doing one after the packers and dolphins game absolutely on christmas i'm excited for that so you guys can at least look forward to that we'll try to do some other stuff mike i remember before the season we were all excited about that game now it's just going to be the dolphins tyree kill is going to have 300 passing yards or receiving yards it's going to be ridiculous. we'll see we'll see hey it's been a weird season like we were talking uh, about you never know you never well, know. to be fair christian watson is basically tyree kill and jerry rice combined into one so maybe yeah. maybe we'll win that game christian watson has been you know he's we haven't talked about him a lot unfortunately since we haven't been doing the yeah i purposely game. avoided any pep as much Packers talk as I could in this episode. Well, you know, Watson's great, and I think it's a great pick for you guys. So Yeah, we'll see how it works out. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you aren't already. And other than that, have a great rest of your day. Catch you next time.